Welcome back to the Apprenticeship Diaries. This is Brand Yourself, the third and final part of our interview with Garrett Rodio of Black Coffin Tattoo in St. Paul, Minnesota. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. like that. <laughs> so you started drawing. Um, what did you, what did you like really focus on first with your drawing? Was it just like, uh, just drawing the stuff that was in front of you or how did you do how did you go about it? Um, you know, we were a walk-in shop. So, you know, I, I, I kind of drew everything. Um, that was my place. I didn't actually start branding myself until just a couple of years ago. Um, uh, I, I just, I, I created this persona called Coffin Lust and um, really wanted to focus on conventions and stuff and doing just shit that I really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. So up until then, I, I've just been doing it all. I, you know, everything awesome. from fucking names. And I, I do want to uh, say one thing on this. Um, every, where I'm at right now, um, Career-wise, I, I have a what I think is a, a very successful shop. Um, it's all because I did walk-ins. It's all because I said yes. It's all because somebody wanted a flower behind their ear. It's all because somebody wanted something written upside down on their fucking wrist. Um, <laughs> it's because I, I didn't say no. Um, I said no, but at the right times. But uh, 99% of the time I said, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's everything I have. Um, my studio, the taxidermy, the artists working for me, um, my vehicle, um, my, my kids having a good home to live. It's all because I said, okay, why yeah. not? Um, so for some of the younger tattooers out there, don't get so set in your, your ways, your, your styles. Well, like it's, it, it's cool to have your, it's, it's, it's cool to have your um, forte, mm-hmm. but um, the best clients I've met has been from a fucking walk-in. I mean, I could literally name clients. Mm-hmm. A simple walk-in literally turns into a $20,000 tattoo career yes. over a couple of months, a year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Don't dismiss the little stuff. Um, it's not your thing. Cool. Well, step outside of your box a little bit. That's how we get better, right? <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought it? Because I think our generation, we had to learn how to say no. Whereas, like this generation, they have to learn how to say yes. Um, and it's it's interesting how that happens. I mean, it makes sense. You know, one generation is going to probably breed the opposite because everybody's gonna like i'm not gonna do it like that you know (laughs) i go the opposite direction and i gotta you know my nephews who are like you know do you want tattoos they're like no no i don't want tattoos what (laughs) they're like how dare (laughs) (laughs) i don't want that swill (laughs) my body (laughs) i'm like oh okay cool you know whatever uh, everybody's and, like, and, are you going to be the cool one? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I think I missed the mark on that. I'm definitely not the cool one. <laughs> you know, the, the, 
the, the, the cool coolness of yeah, tattooing can change very quick. Um, it doesn't take much to like, we can all be underground here in five years, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a real thing. It, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, just as, just as I see it, it birthing into um, what I hope to be is just that, you know, and it won't stop. It might get more expensive. There might be more hoops that people have to jump through in order to to get to it. It's not necessarily bad. Um, no. I'd like I'd like not to see it that way. But the worst case scenario is if, like you said, um, <clears throat> we're just denied being able to do it, and there's just a full stop. And like you said, we'd have to go underground again and pirate all over. Um, that could happen. That could happen too. Yeah. A lot of things could happen. I mean, but we're adaptable. We, if if any craft can do it, yeah. it's us. <laughs> That's why I said at the at the end of the fart meeting, like it was kind of getting gloomy there for a second. I was like, wait a minute, dudes, we're fucking artists. You give me a stick, I'll burn it, and I'll create a goddamn painting. Like I'll do something. Uh, I will figure joking. it out. I am not joking. I will. I will make. I am a maker. All day, every day. The, I don't care. The first time she picked up what what is that burn tool? The wood burning wood tool. Wood burning tool. She did like a fucking eagle, and it was amazing. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, this is not even." She's like, "I don't want." I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, it's like show me this. It's it's. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, I couldn't even write my name good with the fucking wood burning tool. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's why I said, you know, like we're we're ways too critical about ourselves. We don't even know how we don't even take have acknowledgement for half the shit that we're good at. But I do know one thing that we are. We are fucking survivors. We're hard to kill. You know, like like cockroaches. Yeah, we are <laughs> we're motherfucking survivors, man. You don't you don't become a creative without a lot of shit. Um, you need something to comment on, you know, like I mean, maybe you'll go into like I don't know, making live, laugh, love signs. If you know that's your creation, <laughs> it's not very, <laughs> you know. But if you're if you're um, doing coffin lust, you know that's your brand. That's some that's uh, some rich history there. There's some fucking there's some shit in there that you got to pull out <laughs> comments on for sure. You know, like coffin that lust. Yeah, that's a, that's his moniker. Yeah, he he owns black coffin tattoo. I know, but what's coffin lust? That's his brand. That's his branding. Like that's. So, uh, you ever heard? Of, do you know what angel lust is? No, uh, I don't. Oh, so when people when when men die, um, it's called angel lust. They get a an erection. Oh really? Uh, oh, okay. Typically, the blood flows where the blood flows. So I wanted um, to create something that was memorable in that manner, but people Got didn't you. know what it was. So it's a little a little dirty. But oh, um, I like it. You know, yeah, it just two words combined that don't make sense, you know, um, yeah. with branding and stuff, um, you know. It's evocative. And also it, it begs the question. I, I had that with um, the series Black Mirror, um, which I did a whole deep dive into Black Mirrors. And they actually were a tool that impressionist artists used to use while painting landscapes. They would use these convex black mirrors because what it would do is it would cut the fat of whatever scene that they were, they were painting and they would face away from it. So they'd only, they'd look at the image that was in this mirror and it would, it would basically cut all of the unnecessary colors and stuff out of it. And it would show them only the most important details that they had to get really, really quickly in the mirror. 
And so, yeah, it was a thing. And so when I realized that, and then I realized they named that series Black Mirror, when you think about it that way, it's a perfect, when, when you go through these scenarios, these fucked up, like social, (laughs) you know, scenarios that they pose and postulate to you, it makes sense to why they would choose a black mirror to symbolize it. Because, you know, you have, you have this creation that you're trying to create in the scenario that you're trying to basically give people within 45 minutes. And by the end of it, people are like, Whoa, you know, like that's crazy, but that's, that's, that's the thing. It cuts the fat and it shows you only what's most necessary, um, devoid of the nuances so that you can get the scene. And so once you've already gone through all of it, you know, what point they were getting at and you got there pretty quickly, but while you're going through it, you're like, Oh, like all this stuff. It's such a great, but yeah, like black coffin, that's cool. Coffin less, uh, angel less. I like that. That's cool. I'm glad that you uh, broke it down. I when, I like you like that kind of stuff where it's where it's a little sweet, little salty. <laughs> when I when I chose um, the name of the shop, it was so like a lot of thought went into it. This was almost Death Star. It was almost uh, Pig's Eye, uh, Watchtower. Um, yeah, it was almost a bunch of names, but I chose Black Coffin. Um, I thought about Target. You guys got Target where you're at? Yeah. 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 I don't know where they're at, where they're not, but um, it's it's an identifiable symbol. And I I chose the name because the coffin shape is like you don't. Everybody you knows know, what it, it is. It, it's it's it, culturally it's across yeah. the board. Yeah. Um, and black. Well, you know, whatever, but, uh, it could be red coffin. It could be a number of things, but, um, it's an identifiable symbol. Um, so on branding, um, don't be afraid to brand yourself, like put some thought into it. Um, uh, you know, I could have been Ruby unicorn, but I don't know (laughs) what that logo would have looked like, you know? Uh, (laughs) Well, I will say this, uh, you know, you're at a tattoo convention because it's just a sea of black hoodies. That's all it is. And shops named something after black, black rose, black unicorn, black sheep, black goat, black. Yeah. Anything. (laughs) Anything. Yeah. Absolutely. Black Betty. Black Betty. Bam, bam. Wham, bam. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I like that you broke that down, too, because um, I like that, that it's a universal symbol that anybody would know um, and 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 have the same identifiable, you know, cognitations, too. It's it's very it doesn't matter. It breaks down the language barrier. I like that. It's the same. Um, there's a hairline called Wella. And instead of using letters to signify their color groupings because letters are attached to like red or blue or whatever they use a number system and they did that because they wanted to be universally recognized because numbers you know they transcend language they you know three is three or whatever but if you make three a symbol for a color as opposed to you know a certain language barrier that might might you know like oh that's that's not how we spell yellow in this country, yeah, yeah. you know, like, but you'll yeah, always know Verde, the what three. the fuck is Verde? Exactly. <laughs> hell? Yeah, exactly. So it, that's, I like that you threw that out there because that is something to think about when you're trying to catch flies, you want to make sure you get as many as you can and oh, that you you transcend that language. That's cool. 
I like that. Good tip. Good tip. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're full of them. <laughs> oh, I, I, I got a lot of them. I got a lot of them. <laughs> right on. Well, how did, so how many shops um, did you work in before you, I mean, you said, so you, you went for, okay. So you went from, you went from tattooing for three years, then you opened up a shop, you got an investor. You said that that wasn't a great thing, but it was. <laughs> uh, how, how, where did that right. go? Because that was in Black Coffin. How did that happen? In the drawer. Um, so I, uh, I thought I knew it all when I left my apprenticeship. It took about nine months off um, from tattooing. I, you know, honestly, I, I think I tattooed twice out of my house just from bar buddies and stuff. And it, it was, it was exactly like you think it would be. It was bad. Um, but then I got this idea that I wanted to open a shop. Like I said, because I probably wasn't good enough to be hired anywhere. Um, so I opened this shop and, um, it was, I, I found an investor. It's a long story. Um, so I opened the shop and, um, I found an investor. I was with him for about 10 years. Um, I was the talent. He was the money. Um, and I brought in the artists and during that time is where I had hooked up with my apprentice at the time, um, where I started really changing things, um, changing my outlook on everything. So after about 10 years there, um, I talked to my, my, my business partner, we were sitting at the bar one day and I said, um, you know, I kind of want to get out. And he's like, you know, um, would you, would you take 200,000? Like, could we sell this place for 200,000? I looked at him and I said, nobody's going to give you that. We, we own we own a lease and you own a couple of fucking tattoo chairs, dude, some tattoo flash and a computer. I said, the first idiot that offers me $10,000 for my share, I'm going to take it. And I'm going to laugh my ass to the bank the whole fucking time. He hits me up a week and a half later. And he says, are you serious about that? I said, yeah, dude, like we were in a sketchy part of town. Um, and I didn't want to be a boss anymore. I, I, I just, I didn't want it. I wanted to focus on me. Right. And um, he says, are you serious about it? I said, yeah. So we drew up the uh, proposal. Um, I took the money. I don't know if it was 10 or 15 or 12. I don't know what it was. It wasn't a lot. Um, for 10 years of building a shop, it, it wasn't a lot, but it was enough. And I went and looked around. Uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul, much like any twin city area. In other words, an area that has um, two competing metropolitan areas. Um, you know, certain people don't go to this city. They don't go to that city. But I wanted to find something um, that was a sweet spot right in the middle. Uh, I wanted to get, because in, in, in Minnesota, Minneapolis, people don't go to St. Paul. St. Paul, people don't go to Minneapolis. I wanted to access them both. Um, so I looked around, I was at first going to go to Minneapolis, but I didn't, I knew if I did that, I'd lose my St. Paul clientele. Um, then I found this really fucking sweet spot, literally right in the middle. 
of Minneapolis and St. Paul. I'm a block from the middle of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Um, and the rent was cheaper than what I was paying at the other shop. Utilities included. Um, I had a couple of friends um, want to get in on it. Um, yeah, you know, everybody loves a new shop, right? Yeah. And um, they came. Um, that was uh, 2015, 2016, 2015. And um, we just had fun. I, I wanted to build a shop that people wanted to work at. I wasn't worried about money. I wasn't I wasn't trying to get rich off of anyone. I just, I wanted to pay the bills. I wanted a fun place to work. Right. I was really afraid of going to another shop in another city working for a younger or older artist that didn't have the same business values that I had. Right. Um, and I opened up Black Coffin, you know, scoured through the names, you know, um, found an awesome crew. And it's, 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 it's been a blessing ever since. Um, I opened the shop with myself, two artists, an apprentice, so three and a half. Um, right now, we're home to 17 artists. That's um, awesome. 17 artists. God 17 damn. tattooers, two counters, um, a piercing awesome. apprentice, and a piercer. And um, like, we don't have a high turnover. We're, we have fun. It, like, like if anybody's with me for under two years, like I start to question my practices. Um, we've got a very great crew that, um, that proved to me that I think I understood what tattooers wanted. I, I, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm not rolling around in a fucking Rolls Royce, um, you know, uh, showing their money that they spent on my rant or, you know, whatever right. else. Like I'm there in the trenches with these guys. Um, I've apprenticed a few people out of there. They're all doing very well. Um, I don't know. That's, a, that's just a little story about how black coffin became what it was. I, I didn't want a shop. I really didn't. I wanted to go focus on myself, but then I realized that, um, you know, maybe, maybe I could create something really cool. I think you did focus on yourself. The thing of it is, is that like, it, it didn't, it, it doesn't sound like it felt good using somebody else's money, um, to, to, you know, work with it. It, it seems like you had to take whatever, like 12,000, whatever you had, let's we'll just call it 12, just cause it's in the middle of what, what you said and make that money work for you. And that was a test of, of you and it didn't matter what you made of it. You made, you made black coffin because of it. So, and that felt a lot better because it was an investment in you. It was finally an investment in you and what you wanted to cultivate. So you did that, you know, you just, you, you probably didn't think you wanted a shop just like I've never wanted one because I I've saw all the, the, you know, I've seen all the things that you have to be to be a business owner, but quite frankly, it doesn't mean that I, I couldn't own a business and doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not owning a business right now. Um, but you know, you, you kind of, there's that fear of, of failure first, you know, before you pull any triggers. Oh, I know? was scared as hell. I yeah. was scared as hell. Yeah. Um, I got the smallest unit they had available. Um, I think it was 
1700 bucks. We've expanded three times. That's, that's, that's how it worked. Um, It's very scary. Um, And, and, you know, shop owning isn't for everyone and that's okay. Um, Working in a, I, I was just at my buddy Kane's today, as I mentioned, he's got this beautiful little studio and it's quiet. There's no walk-ins and it's just artists, you know, working with their clients. My God damn, I kind of want this, you know, um, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you know, um, is good. And, um, don't focus yourself so much on, oh, oh, um, expand your horizons and like open it up a little bit because you don't know what you're missing. Just like the person that says, I want to start out in black work. I'm going to do black work. That'd be a dope fucking portrait artist, but you'd never know because you never tried charcoal or anything else, you know, like be the next, next Philip Lou with the fucking dragons, but you don't know because you didn't get bit by the dragon bug. Exactly. Um, You know, keep, keep the, like, keep your exits wide, you know, like just, be open, be open. It's like anything in money. You're supposed to, when they tell you about anything with, with anything, diversify, you want to diversify. Yep. Um, you know, you want to, you know, have many baskets and, and all the eggs, <laughs> you know, what, what are you going to do when you, when you see your 18 round lines come back, <laughs> you know, in seven years, like, yeah. Oh, it looked really cool for the photo. What are you going to do now? <laughs> true. Sorry. <laughs> That's great. That's true. Like, it's very um, true. Tat- tattoo for the future. Not don't tattoo for the likes Tan- tattoo for the longevity um, of your career. You know, um, my space was the thing. Oh no, that's how I got got my second apprenticeship. I know my space is a thing because this is what my boss used to do for his business thing. His front end person on my space, he was like, I want you to max out how many friend requests you can get in a day. Go. And that was her regular job was maxing out how many friends, because that was how they would, they would advertise was on my space. And I got a friend request from what I thought was him, but ended up being his front end girl. Um, And I waited like three weeks on this, you know, private message that I sent him being like, Hey, you own a tattoo shop and your friend requested me. Are you, uh, are you hustling for any apprentices? Cause I've already tattooed once and I don't think I got a good apprenticeship and uh, I have a little bit under me, but I'd love to come in and show you what, you know, my portfolio is. And I'd I'd be interested. I waited like three weeks before he was like, Oh shit, I got a private message. (laughs) You You got a response. What? Yeah, Right. Like somebody's asking more than just for tattoos. Like, Oh, I guess apprenticeships are going to come through here too. Um, so he got back to me and he, and he didn't, like you said, he didn't offer me anything. He wanted to charge me. He was like, it's going to, I think he wanted the same. It was like 2,500 or three grand. And I was like, I, that makes perfect sense. I, I, I'm not going to argue with that at all. I just don't have three grand to give you. Um, it was right after the 2008 crash. Nobody was lending shit. You couldn't get anything. Um, so I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to have to get back to you, but I kept, I kept in his ear, you know, like I, I got tattooed by him at that point. Like I just stuck around. I kind of watched him for a while. And then one day I just got hit up from, he's like, dude, check your fucking email. Cause you know, like, I'm not into checking my email at that point. I'm a hairstylist. So he texted me. He was like, check your fucking email. So I checked the email and he was like, so, uh, I think we can work this a different way. If you're willing to put in the time, 
uh, I'm willing to to let you just hang out here and get the information. But yeah, I know about MySpace. MySpace is a total thing because it's the way I got my job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for for some of the artists that just they, you know, I uh, Instagram crashed what like a month ago or something. And oh my god, and the world had, was melting. We had artists at the <laughs> shop, they were freaking out. Like I don't know how to get a hold of my people. I don't. Like you said, um, diversify your investments. You know, mm-hmm. put, put them everywhere. Jordan is awesome at TikTok. Like these are all great things. Instagram is awesome. Facebook, whatever. Um, don't don't put all your eggs in one basket for sure. No, no. It's, it's get not, yourself on the yellow pages. Yeah. Get on hard paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you can do that, that's great too. Because then they'll always be able to find you. Um, absolutely. Uh, you know, and you know, just know, just know what point in life you're at. Like I, I know my dad, um, this is funny, a little personal, but my dad, my dad, uh, he got his personal trainers, uh, license and certificate. And so he wanted to get into that. And I spent a day trying to help him diversify. As we said, it got him a Facebook page. You know, I made him an Instagram page. I was linking everything up to his, his website and everything where people, we were funneling all this stuff. And then it only took him like two days. He was like, just, I want to cancel it all. This is way too much. <laughs> and I was like, what? We just spent a whole day. He's like, I know. I, he's like, I don't want to do business like this, but he knew his crowd, you know, like he knew the crowd that he wanted to work with. He wants to work with older people. He wants to work with um, people who are elderly and he wants to do physical fitness and training with them. And he's like, none of them are on any of this shit. <laughs> I got to meet them where they're at, you know, like we're going to exchange phone numbers and like, you know, maybe I might get a few that are savvy, but who who am I kidding? I'm not, I'm not trying to like, (laughs) I'm trying to have like three people that I work with on very intimate levels, you know, like, you know, on a weekly basis, he's like, I'm not trying to like be meeting people for a half hour all day long talking how they should lift weights and shit. He's like, no, I'm <laughs> so know your crowd too. know what, know yeah, what you're trying that's... to get after too. Cause yeah. um, you know, it's just different. It's just different. Um, there, you know, there, there's little tattooers in Iowa or, you know, I just use Iowa for an example in, in the Midwest, um, you know, you can make a, good living just doing Pinterest tattoos. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, like if, 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 if your goal at the end of the day is to support a family or yourself or whatever, like you can do that. Um, You know, a lot of what we do is ego driven. We want to be the best. We want to be the best. Um, But sometimes being the best is just being you, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't, you don't have to be Bob Tyrell. You don't have yep. to be Paul Booth. You don't have to be Guy Aitchison. Um, you know, you got to sleep at night. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Sleep yeah. At night. I like sleep <laughs> and, and I'm sure these guys sleep great at night too. Uh, you know, like right. uh, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, I guess, is it's not be the be best, me. do your best. Mm. Yeah. 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 Do yeah. your best. I, I, I'm the first one to say I'm not the best tattooer. I don't think I, you know, I don't post any of my stuff and, and that's a dangerous uh, rabbit hole. That could be a conversation for another day, but um, (laughs) just, you know, we're selling an experience. We're selling ourselves. 
people want us and, and yeah. that's cool right now. You know, there might be a change in 10 years where, where it's not acceptable or whatever, but for now, just be thankful you're in this position, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Gratitude means everything. Gratitude is a, is a, is the attitude of abundance. If you're, if you're grateful, you'll get more. If you're <coughs> ungrateful, then you'll have something that you have to learn and it probably will not be fun learning it. And then, then it'll bring you to your knees and then you will be grateful. So rather than do that, just practice gratitude, you know, just look around and be like, what are my blessings and be, be happy about them. Cause if you're not going to focus on those things. And I will say that, uh, um, like you right before COVID, um, I started feeling like there, that this was a bit of a chore, but it was because I was not at the right shop and I got fired during COVID. So it, it happened and it was a blow. It was a blow to myself, to, to everything, but it was so good. Like it was so necessary and I was getting really negative. And so if I were to take on some, you know, necessary responsibility about how I was, I was being at that point, I can honestly say that had I had more gratitude or I at least just carried that about me a little bit more, um, it might not have gone out the same way, um, but I was starting to feel just not good where I was. It, it was, you know, like, have you ever been in a relationship where you really love the person and you know, it's not forever, <clears throat> but like, you don't want to end it because you, you're just hoping that something will change about it because you, you know, you just don't want to admit that it's a wrong move or whatever it's very codependent of me and it's you're a concept- attached to the idea and, right. and the concept of what it can be yes exactly and and also that i do genuinely like everyone there I, I genuinely love but it was one of those things where we weren't serving each other anymore and it wasn't it wasn't a good fit anymore and rather than walk away as i should have to preserve all the relationships, I just kept hammering and, and it, it became not good for either of us. So it was good that it ended and it, it could have ended better, but that would have required me. Um, I think being classier as well. So I'll take my part. <laughs> Shit. You know, well, before COVID, you know, I was having a good time in the restaurant industry. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I've gone through my life. This is the first time I assume you've gone through yours, you know, we're learning. Um, and, and that, that, that's kind of what it's about. Like, you know, you, you, you don't know, you, you don't get to start out with the best hand in poker, you know, you gotta, you gotta draw some cards and all that stuff. Um, you know, all these negative experiences. And I relate this to anyone that they always ask me about, like, um, so many parables with tattoos, right? <laughs> um, so many, like, uh, get, uh, someone's like, well, don't ever get your girlfriend's name tattooed on you. Cause you, you know, if, if I've been with someone long enough to where I feel the need to get their name tattooed on me, it's because they've impacted my life. All right. these negative experiences we've had, um, they build us to who we are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's not a bad thing. We can hate, you know, uh, Mary Jane or Lulu's what, what, whatever the fuck it is. Um, all these name tattoos, but they were important to you and they also shaped you. So when it comes to 
you know, I could have done this. I could have done that. You didn't, which is okay. Cause here you are like, like you're in a good spot now. Well, so, I'm grateful for even the bad parts of it. You know, yeah, like I'm, I'm grateful that that went down because I, like you said, I learned. You know, I learned and it made me reflect, but it also helped me become more grateful too for all the things that I wasn't looking at. And so that's, you know, just the, just the, you know, word to the, you know, word of the wisdom or whatever of that word to the wise wise or whatever (laughs) is just that, you know, I've been humbled. Uh, There's going to be many more humbling situations I'm sure ahead but I can I can earnestly say that um, there was there was parts that I played that it played out the way it did, and if I didn't look at those, I wouldn't grow as a person. Right. I would just right. do the same thing on repeat, and then it would it would be crazy. So, <laughs> so yep. at least I learned. Um, it I, you know I keep having to relearn the same shit, but it takes less and less time for me to get kicked in the ass. So at least that's good. <laughs> Uh, Matt, Matt Clemmer says, you're going to learn, you're going to win. Yeah. Both of them are awesome. Yeah. Both of them, both of them are good. Absolutely. Learn, you're going to win. (laughs) It's cool. Either way. (laughs) It's true. I like that phrase. I love that phrase. That's great. That's wonderful. Um, so how long has it been that you've owned black coffin now? Um, we're coming on, uh, July will be seven years. Damn, and that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, seven's a big it. year too. Yeah, so we're our golden birthday is seven seven on seven seven. Um, wow, but that's I awesome. promise, I promise my daughter that on year thirteen at that shop, assuming I last that long, um, it's hers. Oh, so that's awesome. I got about six and a half years left in me. Um, you know what I'll do from there. I, I don't know. Um, but I got six and a half years to get her ramped up. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, you can a, help her. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the well, thing. Now, yeah. is she is she an artist or does she have any interest? Um, yes, I started apprenticing her. Uh, so she just turned 21. Um, I apprenticed her straight out of graduation. That's awesome. This was her call, not mine. Not right mine. On. This is her call. Um, she wanted to do it. And as any responsible tattooer would say, I don't want you, I, you know, I don't want this life for you, but um, you don't know what you want, man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She's doing good. She's, she's doing good. I'm, I'm very proud of her. Um, The, you know, it it takes a certain person to run a shop that size. So that's going to take a little while, but um You know, I, I wanted her to focus on tattooing for the first year or two. Um, and now we're getting into some of the paperwork and all that. So it, it's, you know, I got six years um, to train her. So, you know, uh, uh, it, it's it's a drawn out thing. Um, but I, I think that's what it needs to be. You know, like, I, I don't want to throw it all on at once, you know, a little bit here and there. I, yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Oh, she's, awesome. she's doing really good. No, it's awesome. I mean, it's a slow grow to all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, God willing, you'll, you'll still be in the background, you know, yeah. there yeah. if she has any questions. So that's good. I'm that's taking really 20%. Good. I don't give a shit. <laughs> good for you. That's a lesson in itself. Uh, 
My dad charges me rent. I'm in the back of his um, commercial space right now. He charges me rent for being back there too. My mom's like, don't charge her. He's like, the fuck? I'm charging her. thing is is she's paying the same rent as everyone else she doesn't get any breaks she's you know yeah. i mean i buy her lunch every day because it's my kid but yeah um that that's the only perk she gets like she's paying rent like everyone else she's paying for her own shit um because i think you really need that to appreciate where you are um just like you know if you apprentice you you start out with if you start out with the Cessafaries and the best machines in the world, you don't, you don't get to appreciate them. Um, mm-hmm. I think you need to start out a little rough, start out with the shitty rotaries, whatever. Um, so you can appreciate, Oh, well, that's a smooth black ink. Damn. Oh, that machine puts it in like butter. Otherwise you have no, you have no um, place to compare it. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing with her. Um She's going to be good. She's going to be good. Some exciting news, diary listeners. We actually got a wonderful promotional code from Reinventing the Tattoo recently, and we're happy to share this with you. It's 10% off on a subscription to Reinventing the Tattoo. And if you don't know about this wonderful, wonderful service, it's continuing education for working professionals, very geared around tattooers. But I would venture to say that if you are looking to improve your art skills and have regular momentum to your creativity, Creativity and to your own professional education, I can't recommend it enough. One of the prime people that you will be critiqued by and helped with and draw with and all of that good stuff is Guy Atchison. And if you don't know about him, you probably should. He is a very, very pivotal person in our industry. I joined them for, for one exercise. I, I did a color study. I mean, Rico sat there and, and watched me the other night do mm-hmm. a, a color study exercise with Guy and company, and it was amazing. I was flexing all kinds of muscles. It's just all around if you want to improve your art skills. I can't see a better way than hanging out with a lot of professional artists and seeing the kind of work that they do and the kind of exercises they work on all the time. It's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. So again, that's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. And that's going to save you 10% on your subscription. Go check it out, folks. So my dad taught me. Um, and how did that go? How is your dynamic? Um my dad and I have always had like an, an easy relationship. So that's been our story. But I will say that being his pupil at times, I was just like, like, <laughs> can't you just say yes or no? <laughs> I don't want to hear the history of this. Like answer my question. <laughs> like I, my, my dad would just lumber on and on. Do you, do you, do you get that? I, I mean, she's, you know, she's sick of hearing me talk for sure, but um, she, you know, at least she pretends like she's interested. So Aww, I, I mean, good. I'm cool with that. Yeah. That's she, good. you know, she grew up around it. Um, much like I assume you did uh, yeah. with your father. Um, it's not a far stretch for her. Um, she's comfortable in the world and, you know, she's 21 years old and she's like, dad, 
my back hurts. Get <laughs> <laughs> like, used to it, baby. Get yeah, yeah. used to it, baby. So, yeah, I, you know, uh, she's got her friends going to school and and they're racking up student debt and it, yeah, and like this kid not. can literally tour the world next year. Like, mm-hmm. I'm um, excited for her. Yeah, that's oh, very cool. Man. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I, I'm very stoked. Yeah. So it, it's an interesting relationship. I get to spend a lot of time with her, um, and we've become a lot closer, um, yeah. which I'm very thankful for. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's awesome. I yeah, I couldn't ask for a better situation. I mean, to get to work with my kid, um, like my kid actually wants to work with me. I mean, that's a, yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 No, it's the same. Um, I mean, with him and uh, his his dad, though, he will say that him and his dad can't work together. No, like, abs- no, we can't, man. Like, it's <laughs> no. <laughs> Having, like, this is something I tell her when you have parents that think in a different language. It's a whole nother ball game, dude. Like when the way that they treat my cousins and shit in italy man it's disgusting that is like it's this generational thing it's oh a lot my of gosh. european male bravado <laughs> no nah, it's just straight up slave labor man like, <laughs> i remember i would go to italy my cousin federico would be working um in my grandfather's garden doing the orange trees all this shit and he would go down the wine cellar and he would, you know, be smoking cigarettes. He'd be like, this is bullshit, man. He's like, they don't even give me any money for doing this shit. You know, I don't get nothing, no gifts, no thanks. <laughs> He's like, and you know what they would all say? Like, that's that my real name is Federico. For those who didn't know, probably a lot of people, but <laughs> my cousins would be like, you're so lucky that you're American. And like, cause it's different. It's different for you. You think in, in English, it's different. And I was like, I guess so. I'm like, because y'all just get shit on over here. But no, like over here, like my dad, you know, like it was pretty much taught me everything about business and cooking and like, you know, making pizza and shit. I'd, you know, make a bomb ass pizza, right? Put it on the pan. My dad come just pick a hole, right? And he'd be like, oh, that spot was too thin. I'm like, what the fuck? Did-? Just rips a hole right in my dough. Got to start over from scratch, man. I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Yeah, they don't they butt heads and and it's and it's true too of the um uh the workers there. The workers appreciate it when there's just one Iliano in there. Well, have- I'm the, I'm the favorite. Well, I guess it's cuz the guys that have been working for my family have literally been working for my family the since I was time. a child. Yeah. So, I really feel like my dad keeps them around cuz they're my fucking I'm a grown ass man, but these are my babysitters. Yeah. 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 I mean, because they are, they're like family, you know, like our restaurant's been around for so long. And like the guys are literally been working for my dad. One guy's been with my dad for like literally 32 years. Yeah. Another guy, 25, man. And like, you know, there was a guy that was with my dad from, he actually left uh, another restaurant that my dad used to work with him when I was real little. So they actually came together to this business. He he was a a Mexican dude that passed away because he had like diabetes and, you know, like to drink. But yeah, man, guys, like they would just stay with my family for like forever because like they're like, uh, I guess like you, they know how to be a good leader. They're not a boss. And, and on that note, um, you know, for the apprentices listening, um, I think it's very you, you learn the chops at your first shop. Mm-hmm. Get out there, do your second shop, 
you're going to learn more in your third shop. That's where you're going to find your gold. Um, Just from my experience, Um, staying at the same place for 32 years. It's awesome. It's beautiful. The boss fucking loves you. But um, one thing that I always say is like, if you think you know it all, it's time to find a new teacher. And um, you you can be 20, you can be 30 years into this shit. Um, And, and, like, don't stop learning. Like, if that's what makes you happy is doing, uh, excelling yourself, um, don't stop learning. Do these seminars. By all means, do these seminars. Do Tattoo Explorer. Um, do uh, all of these things. Um, you, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, it's true. It's mm-hmm. very true. And, you know, just... Just so you know, the the one dude that's been there for thirty two years, he's also a DJ too. So he does, oh, yeah. he does have oh, yeah. so he's, Twan, he's man. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he, he does a DJ and shit. It, yeah. It's so yeah. funny, and some of his DJ names were ridiculous. And then you know, like it's it's so funny, man, because I like I heard like back in the eighties, like some of the the parties. He's like, man, he's like, it's so different. He's like the technology. He's like. You know, the shit I used to do, he's like, and dude, I remember the, the clothes that people used to wear. He's like, how how different it is now. And seeing some pictures of him back in the 80s, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is like my parents' generation, technically. I was like, this is what y'all were wearing. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, we don't necessarily need the 70s, man. We, like that baggy we pants. We got lit. <laughs> but then the pants at the very ankle were like the elastic material. Yeah. You know, like the MC Hammer pants. I'm yeah, like, y'all yeah. really wore those? Like, he's like, yeah, like all the time. And I was like, oh my god. All right. I'm sure they were comfortable. Sidetrack, dude. I remember when I was a little kid, my mom got me and my brother. I was like six, and my little brother was like four, matching tracksuits, dude. Like, <laughs> we were both like little blaze, Russian. like blaze orange and neon green, dude, just walking around in like Puma tracksuits. <laughs> that first Monday you wore that shit to school, did everyone beat you up or what? No, I don't think we were in the school. <laughs> no, I mean, and no, me and my little brother were not the little dudes that you wanted to pick on, no. man, because we would bite your fucking fingers off. Oh yeah, literally. they were heathens. Like <laughs> they were, they were, they were the kids that, like, yeah, might pick the fight. <laughs> it's never a bully. No, you were never a bully. You were never a bully. You were the defender. Like if they, if somebody got bullied, he was like. Yeah. So take it on my friend. Are we gonna have a problem? Dick yeah. shot. Pow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know each other a while or what? Uh three years <laughs> we've been dating, but we've no, we but have, have you been... known each other prior? Yes. Yes, actually. Um the the reason why I want to get a pizza slice from him is um because his family, um, as he said, is <laughs> Napolitan. I didn't realize this, but so I've been to Italy twice. And one of the times that I went was to Naples, Italy, and they have legit the best pizza I've ever had. But when I came back here and I experienced his parents' shop, their, their restaurant, I, I couldn't go anywhere else. Like I couldn't get pizza anywhere else. It was not, it wasn't good. And it, it was, you know, it reminded me of what I had in Italy. So I always went there and apparently he was always checking me out when I went there. And we knew each other for years. Like he, he had a, a girlfriend of five years and everything that I demolished that relationship. 
Well, no, that relationship was demolished. It was demolished anyway. <laughs> but like, I, I, I put the final nail in that coffin, my friend. Um, Man, so, my dad hated that girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, so apparently, I, I started nude modeling, and that's when it all kind of happened because he had been checking me out from behind the counter every time I would go pick up a pizza, and he, we both followed each other on Instagram because I respected him as a weightlifter. I thought it was pretty rad that he lifted weights the way he did. Um, and then he followed my tattoos. And then when I started nude mo- modeling, he was like, "Come on, man." I was like, I gotta say something. I now. can't fucking. I was like, this is out there. I was like, all right, dude. I was actually, it's when I built trusses. I remember I was sitting in yeah. the, we were on break. It was on first break. And I was like, I was building trusses, roof trusses. I used to build roof and floor trusses. And we were sitting in a break room and I was sitting next to my buddy Sean. And I was like, holy fuck. My buddy Sean was like, what? And he was like, uh, I was like, dude, I was like, this chick. And I, I told him the whole spiel. I was like, man, look at this. I was like, holy shit. And he was like, damn. I was like, I'm going to say something. <laughs> And here we are. And he was like, I've always had a crush on you. I was like, I know. And he was like, you know. And I was like, yeah, we've always had a girlfriend, you dick. Like, what am I supposed to do? Not a home wrecker. (laughs) I was like, I always had boyfriends. You always had girlfriends. I'm like, what what do you want to do? And he was like, well, you know, I want to talk to you. Thankfully, I've never been married and never had kids, man. Yeah. So we worked out perfectly. And we wanted to make people fuck up. See, a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was yeah. your first date at the pizza joint or what? My what? Your first date at the pizza joint with, no. with your parents' restaurant? No, the first date, we didn't have a first date. We had a hookup. <laughs> and it was at my house. <laughs> I didn't even know it was coming. You didn't. Honestly, because I never go, you know, like with ladies, like, you know, like you don't go in. <laughs> trying, expecting diddly shit because that's a good way to get your hopes up, man. Yep. Like, you know, shit in one hand, wishing the other, see which one fills up first. Yep. You just go and see yep. what's happening. Yeah. And I was like, and it was happening. <laughs> it was happening. I, it was like out of a movie. I like took water out of his hand and I was like, you're mine now. And he was like, I was oh, like shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> This is, I'm Straight like, up the cougar town. I don't, I don't, I don't invite people to my home <laughs> on that capacity. Like, if you're coming to my house, dude. I'm taking what I want. You know, like I'm on, I'm on common ground here. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, I, I don't, I don't. You know, like for me, it's uh, like he said. I give people full trust. It's probably not a good move, but I give people full pre- <clears throat> trust, and I, I, I let them take away at it. And, and then they find their realm in my life per what they've earned. But I always start with a full, a full cup for me, because to me, that's the only way to walk into it non-biased. And it's also the way to, for me anyway, to see a person as they would want to be seen and, and, and to remove any of the prior things that other people have done to me as, as a way to look at this new person. I don't want to hold them accountable for what other people have done. I want them to be accountable for what they do. And in the beginning for me, it's all great. It's all roses. You'll take away at that over time. The reason why Rico is still here is he keeps earning brownie points. He doesn't take away at shit. He just keeps stacking them. And, be myself I'm and like, so much so that I'm like this this is gonna this is gonna be my guy for life you know like he's he's my <clears> guy <throat> and that's why I want a pizza on me it was the thing that brought us together I'm nervous about doing that I, I'm like you want me to tattoo you 
Like this is the first time I've heard him express nerves. Although, <laughs> although she like when she had an apprentice, we uh, I tattooed a, a grapefruit with him, and I did a fucking pretty good job. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I was like, damn, I did that. <laughs> What's great about Rico is I I know that whatever because he is so much confidence and it's really great. Like I, I, I love people that have that much confidence because they really, they really can do a lot more, you know, to see somebody like my, my former apprentice who's so goddamn talented, but she couldn't let herself own any of it. And that drove me crazy because I'm like, you're already better than me. And you can't even just like see that or you won't own it or you don't care to own it. And like, uh, I, I, I just, I love Rico because I get a kick out of him and I, he's going to do great on my, it's going to be a perfect little tattoo. It's going to be what it is. And that's what I want it to be. So there's yeah. no nerves, well, but this is before, the first time I've heard nerves because before he's like, I'm going to fucking own that tattoo. Well, like, I will. I'll do a good job. Good I saying, <laughs> you know, Easy killer. Easy sure killer. That needle's real shallow. <laughs> like real shallow. But no, like before I was, a, you know, when I was a teenager, I was a young kid. I was a skateboarder. You got to be confident for that. Because if you don't commit to the trick, because I used to launch myself down handrails, stair sets, like just dumb shit. I look back on, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm glad I was like 130 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> because like I used to just do really dumb shit, but you have to, you know, in weightlifting, you have to yeah. commit because you will get fucking hurt. So you kind of have to be hunting. You have to be fully confident in the shot you're about to make or else you could potentially wound the animal that you're trying to harvest. Yeah, and a and a calm, quick shot is a very lethal, humane shot. Mm-hmm. No, uh, and I, I love that. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's um, you know, especially when it comes to cover ups and all that stuff. As far as relating to the tattoo world, yeah. Um, you 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 got to be confident. You got to stick your neck out once in a while, or whatever you got. You got to stick it out, um, and just see what happens. Like. Uh, the, the cards are going to fall how they fall. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I'm not, even I'm if you not don't saying, know, just fucking pretend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Yep. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes um, it, that, that works fine and well until, you know, we get Google reviews and Yelp reviews and all that thing. But um, it was heavy just keep pushing, keep pushing. Um, <laughs> Until you, Peter you comes by and they're like, you shouldn't be killing animals at all. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, here, go down there with this orange flag and hold it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> let's, let's do a little experiment. Yeah, he's here. You like in the that. jackal. Hold it out. Straight. <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Which one? Jack- the, jackal. the jackal. The jackal. Oh yeah, hold the flag out. And just yeah, yeah, he fucking had him hold the seeds. Like I fucking told you, it was off. It was Jack Black holding the fucking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't know, Jack Black's been in a lot of shit. Yeah, he has. A He's lot. Very talented, exceedingly talented. <laughs> I just showed you a, another movie that was in the other day. What did we watch that he? Was oh, uh, Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal. Yeah. Uh, he's been a lot of shit, man. Very, very talented. Tenacious D. Um, <laughs> so on the horizons, we know as a six-year view, it'll be your daughter next. So that legacy is taking taking over. You really want to, um, you know, open shops and be a part of that um, next. Is there is there anything that you want? Uh, I don't know that you're that you're learning or that you want to share. Or- um. 
the fact that you said legacy for my mm-hmm. daughter is like that's that's the coolest thing I got, you know. That's a pretty fucking cool thing, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, if I don't accomplish anything beyond that, I'm I'm totally fucking happy. Yeah. Um, legacy is is that's good enough for me. Um, on a personal level, um, you know, I'm gonna try to. I'm going to try to minimize what I do. Um, I really want to take on projects that I'm excited about. I understand I don't have um, retirement or anything like that. Hopefully that's where the kid comes in. But, um, you know, as far as a six-year goal, you know, I want to do all these conventions. I want to do all this. I, you know, I really wanted to make a name for myself, but um, I think I've done it as far as I'm comfortable with. Um, There's not something so much in focused. those fart meetings. <clears throat> those fart meetings could, if properly marketed and really spread, that's a thing. And I, I do um, think that's yeah. something very big that you've started with Kane that, that I think, you know, you guys, you get a little bit of um, of uh, media attention to them, or any kind of uh, you know investment on. I mean, you already have Pip recording you and things like that. Like that's yeah. that's something that if that takes off and you guys really become the face of that, um, the face <clears throat> of farts. Um, <laughs> Fart the face of farts. Yeah. It could be pretty cool. Um, <laughs> you know. It, yeah, it, it, it's a good thing. Like I said, I like I like sharing information. Um, I will talk to anybody till all hours of the night about what my experiences are. Um, but my experiences are minimal compared to some of these other guys. Like I don't know jack shit. Like um, I think I do, but I know what I've experienced and, and if I can save somebody some headache or trouble or anything else, I I mean, I'd love to do that. Um, I don't reserve information or anything like that. Um, yeah, maybe a couple things, but, um, I just, you, you know, this, this craft has treated me very, very well. Um, I am fortunate enough to, um, work with 20 fucking awesome artists um like awesome people like um i've got wonderful kids like it's it's just it's given me a lot and um it wasn't given to me so i just i kind of want to give it back a little bit like that's just that's all it is um yeah that's all i got like i i I just i i want to do what i can to make the next generation be a little smoother, a little better. Excuse me, I had to sneeze and I didn't want to be loud. <laughs> that didn't come oh, out well. Here, I thought you were talking shit about me to your husband, like, to your boyfriend. I was like, I was like this motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> he won't shut up. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I, didn't I want would to just let that you. sucker fly. Like, I, man, when I see people holding the sneeze, I'm like, that looks painful. I mean, I didn't hold it in. I just tried to muffle it. I didn't want to, like, Not pull even. on blast you I'll either. I'll just, I'm in public. I just put my shirt up. I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh it's a lot of rip. <laughs> I just I want to give back what I what I've gotten and yeah. um what yeah, I've got I, I can never give back what I've got. Um 
So I just, I want to give a little bit as much as I can. That's I'm all. sure you will. And, and you already have, as far as me, I mean, I just met you and I already have a podcast interview by you. I got to attend the super dope meeting, met all these artists, you know, uh, I felt very validated in that, in that meeting too, just because that's the stuff that I entered tattooing with that I was kind of shit on in the beginning, <laughs> because there's all that, you know, kind of, you know, I, I don't even know what the fucking call it. It was just, it was, it was just like, I, I wasn't appreciated. And it's so nice to hear from you um, that you learned from your apprentice when you realized there was something that you were lacking in your own education that I didn't have. I, I had, I had people that were threatened um, by it and who, instead of asking me questions or us collaborating or, or learning from me, what I knew, or I could bring, they just, they just saw me as an asshole and they treated me that way. Um, and, and I, I really like, I don't know, like, this is a wonderful thing for me. You've already given me a, a new sense of hope from just, you know, meeting you and talking with you, um, meeting so many artists through that, that meeting, um, and just what you guys are aiming to do. So you're already doing it. Um, you know, all of this has enlivened me. Uh, at a time when I really needed some faith in, in tattooing again, because, you know, I was, I got knocked down a pig. So it's been great for me. Um, so you're already doing it. I, I hope that's, you know. That's what, that's what, that's, that's all I want, you know, Yeah, yeah. inspire yeah. people, you know, push them a little harder. Yeah, no, totally. And um, I, I mean, you're doing that. Uh, you deserve, you deserve whatever breaks you're giving yourself at this point. Cause you've definitely earned it. Um, you know, we didn't go into the the nitty gritty of it, but I'm sure, you know, you had, you had a Terry and we talked about the Terry's <laughs> and you've admitted to being the Terry a few yeah. times too. You well, know, there's like, another version of the Karen. Yeah. The Karen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, like we didn't, we didn't go, not that we have to, but like, honestly, if you know, um, I think just in the way that you've moved throughout your career, it, it shows a lot of, that's what I recognized for me right away was like, there was this, this, um, this awareness of everything that you are. So you don't give yourself too much credit, which is cool. You keep your own ego in check. I noticed right away, just with like, you're like, Hey, I'm Garrett. I like to hear myself talk. I was like, all right, we're already getting, we're going to get along. <laughs> Me and this guy are going to get along. He's already saying, saying what you need to know to, to enter into this relationship. <laughs> Just going to let you know me. I'm, I'm well aware of my shortcomings and I'm trying my best. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> I was like, Thanks. yeah, man, I fucking love that. <laughs> I'm all about that. That's me all the all way every day. You know, like that's how I am. Do your best. Try your best. I know my flaws. I beat myself up for it regularly. Um, yeah. I'll take you don't need to kick me in the dick over it. We're cool. I, Even like, if you I do, I'm myself. probably going to get the fuck back up because I'm a stubborn asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. <laughs> Just going to keep doing it. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. And you've given some really cool nuggets. Like I like all the things that you've you've inserted uh, as far as for apprentices apprentices to think about. Even as far as like what your what your tactics are in um, 
in uh, acquiring apprentices. And just the fact that you're going to have your daughter um, in there. Um, it's so cool. I, I would like to touch base with you again uh, in the future and see, you know, what's what's shaking loose. Do a guest spot. Definitely. Black Coffin sounds dope. Please, please do. Yeah, yeah. It sounds really cool. Um, you know, I was sad that I didn't get a chance to stop in there when I was there. I was getting tattooed at the time. Um, so it's a little compromise, but I wanted to make <laughs> make an appearance. So next time I come, I'll definitely do my rounds and try to meet some of you guys in your own turf. Um, Are you doing Philly? No, I'm not. But I, I, I can check out the dates and see. Oh, do you know the Do you know the dates off the top of your head? End of February. That's all. Okay. I might be able to come and drop by. I should, I should, you know, find a day where I can just come and walk. Cause I like walking Philly. Um, I've never, I've never done Philly. Philly is a huge convention. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like what? 12, uh, 1200 booths or some crazy bigger shit. Bigger than it's, the Baltimore. Dude, yes. Whoa. Uh, yes. I ain't done Baltimore, but yeah. Yes. Philly is, Philly is fucking huge. Um, wow. yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a great show. Um, God, what it's is exhausting it, to walk to go to yeah, quite it is. honestly. It, yeah, just to get up from smoking a cigarette up to there, uh it, it takes you like 10 minutes. But I think this is like their what 23rd year, mm-hmm. 24th or some shit. Oh yeah. It's a big show, man. Um it, it, it's a uh it's a good show. It's a good show. That's that's Very all cool. I got to say. Yeah. yeah, this year I'm not um I'm just not interested in doing big conventions right now. I'm still kind of stuck in that kind of you know, it's COVID, you know, whatever the fuck I want to figure it out. I just want to kind of like, and, and besides the fact that too, I honestly, I got a lot of issues with conventions still about how they, they run their shows and what, what goes down. And like, you know, there's just a lot of delinquency that still happens for me that I feel like I want fixed, honestly, and I don't know if it ever will be, but I know the one thing that I can keep doing to diversify what I know is do guest spots. And that's where I, I think I get more influence and more information anyway. Um, it might be less yielding to me as like a an entity because I'm not performing for people, you know, like I'm not, you know, I'm not the face of anything. Um, on a large circuit kind of thing, because that's what you get when you go to big conventions is you get this notoriety uh, as a face in those, in those circuits. But I feel as far as like uh, the value of my craft, what I'm able to give to my clients, when I'm able to learn from other tattoo artists, the networking kind of thing, you always think you're going to network at tattoo conventions and you're so goddamn tired at the end. The only people you end up meeting are the people that are like, right next to you on either side yeah. or right across um, the way <laughs> dollar for dollar dollar for dollar um guest spots are if, yeah. if you want to excel on your career yeah guest spots are where to do it it ain't it ain't a convention it's yeah. not a convention you meet some cool people there uh, yeah conventions aren't a bad thing but um <laughs> if if your focus is on um becoming better and and more diverse and all that stuff yeah absolutely guest spots is the way to do it it's not a convention right you learn tricks small conventions like there's some some cool little conventions right around my area that i just found out about during covid and i was like oh man i'm gonna gonna do these little small time things and like 
you know, meet people locally around me and, and get to know the local tattoo scene. Cause I really don't know anybody that works around here, to be honest. I've barely looked up since, since I started, you know, no, like those are the people that are going to benefit you. It's not, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not the dude in fucking California or Texas mm-hmm. that's going to benefit you. Yep. Well, and I can bring um, a as whole as brand of fart meetings here to Maryland. We can have a Maryland chapter. <laughs> let's, do you it. know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, but I got to get to know these people first, you know, like, I, gotta, I mean, I have a whole litany of people that I have to get back to from the um, battlefield tattoo expo. Hopefully they know that I'm still going to contact them. I've just, I've been delinquent with getting, there's so many people, you know, so many good things to talk about. And I'm realizing this and I have to get back to a lot of them, but I want to, and I want to do that tattoo um, expo too. I have to look at the dates. I think it's sometime in June. But um, it looked like a dope little tattoo convention. It was real little, real intimate. Um, I kind of liked the pace of it already. It was, it was just kind of like the huh. Yeah, like you could breathe. Like it was just yeah. very like you know. Low Shit, key. that one area was hot as fuck. Yeah, it was not temperature. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was temperature well for me. I love it warm. Miserable. But he was upset. <laughs> well, let's um, let's make a plan. I'm going to talk to Kane Wednesday. Let's make a plan to make a fart meeting in Maryland. Yeah. Right. Okay. To be like the next thing and like Maryland chapter. Like whatever. Yeah, I think it'd be cool as shit. I mean, I know some of the people now that they, there was a lot of people there that were local. And if I contact them for that first, that would be really cool. But then I can be like, and by the way, uh, you know, I still want to do that interview. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a real dick. I've let it go a whole fucking year. Um, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, that's the great thing when you're dealing with other artists, too. Like, we're, we're like, yeah, man, I know we're all goddamn busy. As a motherfucker. Yeah, I, like, I was supposed to go ice fishing day with my buddy. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I'm gonna treat this like an appointment. Um <laughs> I'm glad I can go ice fishing tomorrow. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, there will be ice there. I yeah. oh man, I would love to go ice fishing. They Jeez. pull up some massive fish out of those fucking holes. <laughs> yeah, yep. with these dinky little rods. I know. Do you have oh, the I little- know. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. These rods are tiny and they pull out like fucking trophy fish. I'm like, get Lunkers, the fuck yeah, out of yeah. here. <laughs> what do you guys fish for? Um, up here, I, I usually do pan fish, so sunnies and crappies and stuff, but gotcha. you know, the occasional walleye and northern Ooh. will yep. slip in. But um, I just like <laughs> pan fishing. I like the action. I I ain't I ain't trying to kill shit that I don't want to eat, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, no. I like oh, eat those them. pan fish. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. They will go in the pan. <laughs> they will go in the pan. That's right. That's right. Very cool. Um, well, we have done now three hours and 49 minutes. So we're. That's a broken record. We're, we're I think broken we broke it. Record. I think we broke it. All right. Is it all filler? <laughs> all filler, no killer? Or all killer, no filler, I mean? Uh, all killer, no, killer filler. no filler. That's right. Just keep it going for another ten. Make it even. Well, four. the only uh, the only thing that I wanted to really ask you was so yep. you know you are available for people if they wanted to ask questions or anything. Definitely open to um, extra business ideas in the future, at least that I can tell. So, if people wanted to reach out to you and contact you, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Um, Garrett.radio at gmail.com. Okay. Um, I, I take a while to respond to emails is like everyone else does. Um, but I, I, I'm all out there for the information. Um, if you guys ask specific questions, I, I will gladly 
like I enjoy that stuff. I will respond as thoroughly as possible. Um, that being said, um, you know, I, I there were some things I wanted to say. Please say I them. What, I, I don't remember what they were. Um, I think <laughs> we should have another another meeting maybe a couple of years down the road or a couple yeah. months or whatever. Um, uh, in closing, young tattooers, please don't. We, we talked about this at the uh, professionalism uh, mm-hmm. roundtable. You guys don't. Um, your clients don't know any better. So don't treat them like assholes. Yes. Um, you are running a business. You are running your own business. What you guys are doing, um, like you're, you're, you're your own pop-up shop. Like you guys are doing your own business. People see your posts, just be conscious about it. Quit bitching, quit complaining because I guarantee you guys like us, you and me, we had it a lot worse. So it's hard. I'm not going to tell you to show appreciation because you don't know what it is, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that's a dangerous (laughs) statement, but, but like, um, just your, your clients are the reason that you get to do what you do. Um, treat, treat them with some fucking respect, some dignity and have some decency with how you run your business. If you are in question, go out there and go get tattooed by somebody else and see how they treat you and see how it makes you feel. I'm not saying you got to leave a Yelp review, but pay attention to the little things because we are in a personal service business. It's going to help you grow. Absolutely. That's all I got. Absolutely. That that was a great closing thing. Um, I, I 100% agree. And as I said earlier, you know, if, if, you don't like people. There's no reason right now why you even have to blend the two. I mean, you can yep. be just an artist and yep. be that's, that's a cool. professional yep. all on your own that way and never have to interact. A big thing to think about on the lines of that, it's a it's a curb of language. Don't call them canvases. Call them collectors. Yep. Um, collectors, is it gives them a little bit more credit for what they're giving to you and what they're participating in um and like you said i mean think about how long it took us to fucking know what we know and and they they haven't had any of that at all so they don't know anything the only the only way they can know is with your good grace and you gotta you gotta lead them lead them to the uh the homeland so to speak when it comes you're the you're the shepherd and and um you know calling them canvas is one thing i everybody i tattoo they're they're my friend they're your people. Yeah, they're people. Yeah. And if they're not your friend, friend, they're a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, you know, think about them that way. And, and you get more flies with honey for sure than you do salt yeah. so or vinegar. Treat people good. It, it, it feels really good to be treated good. That's all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it has that. I mean, you you started this whole thing out with doing some butterflies uh, wings. And, and that's the thing. It's that butterfly effect. It has such an immense impact um so yeah like you might not feel like you're changing the world but you are and you're doing it one person at a time so 
God huge. damn, that's a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. I'm proud I know. Of Full circle. <laughs> learning. I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> Bring him together. <laughs> Garrett, you're awesome. Thank you so much for your time, man. This is a lot of your time, and you're a very busy man, and you have a lot on you. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Thanks for having me. I'm honored. Yeah. No, I it it's all. I mean, it's all ours. But like, I appreciate that. You're you're a dope dude. <laughs> yeah, shit. I came in like like I said, I just crashed it like about two hours in. <laughs> I'll bring yeah. your ass ice fishing and deer hunting up in Minnesota. I'm telling you. Oh should, man. The next time I'm coming, I'm coming with him. Uh, so you uh, guys need to boy out together. <laughs> we're we're getting deer. That's yeah. all I gotta say. <laughs> Because I don't go home empty-handed, and I will stalk deer on foot. I do it all the time. Yep. Like, if I can't get something from the tree stand, I will get something on foot, dude. Yep. (laughs) Got two deer on foot this year, just like that. Stalk He'll he'll come home. We'll have trophies. (laughs) Or just meat for the freezer, which is preferred. Get those panfish and pans. You going to win, or you going to learn? That's right. Exactly. Now that's a good segue. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you think you're going to be walking around the Minnesota woods? <laughs> Minus six. <laughs> He's like, we're going. Thanks, guys. Thank you, man. See Have you a later, great man. Day. Great Have night. night. You're wonderful. Peace. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can find the Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our our listeners. listeners. Welcome back to the Apprenticeship Diaries. This is the third and final fuck. This is the bullshit part. <laughs> Welcome back, Apprenticeship Diary listeners. This is the final episode. You forgetting my fucking lines because I don't have them pre-written. Because it's just I'm looking at a PT three and a brand new soap. Supposed to be the name of this fucking episode.